the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. All right, hey, welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest from the Big D in Dallas, Texas, Rob Anderson. Rob is with BD Capital. He is actually the president. And Rob spends time working with investors, accredited investors, realtors, and other people who want to invest in real estate, either directly through a fund or direct. How are you, Rob? I am good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How's the weather in Dallas? It's still warm. Still warm? Yeah. Yeah. Hadn't really cooled off. It doesn't cool off here. It's South Florida. So consider yourself lucky. But I do miss it. Many of our listeners know I'm from Dallas, so I do miss some of the weather there. Uh, so tell me, Rob, how did how did you get started? Um, you know, did, did you start working for, you know, uh, investments right away or did you move into it when you were younger or how did that work? Yeah, I'm a little different, you know, and I, and I have no problem saying that. I started in the investment world. Uh, I actually got hired at a mutual fund company right out of college. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of taught the Wall Street way of thinking right off the bat. And I, I say that because it is a specific way that people right. are trained to think with their money right right and, and then you know uh you you grow in your career etc and and then you read a book like uh rich dad poor dad which is right. 25 years old now by the yeah, way wow and you start buying rental houses which is what i did so during the day i'm selling financial products to the likes of Marilyn and morgan stanley because that was my day job doing very well at that and then at at night, I'm buying rental houses, as many as I could possibly find, because I'd, I'd already bought into that, right? Right. And then fast forward a bunch of years, and I got tired of it, man. I already had a good job. It, it was becoming a job. You know, the more that you have, the more mortgages you're floating, the more make readies you're doing. You had to evict three times. I mean, yeah. you know, it just happens, right? And uh, it works. I'm a big fan of it. I'm, I'm not saying not to, but I got to a point to where I got tired of managing the manager or managing everything I was doing. Right. And, and that's when I discovered passive investing with somebody like who I'm involved with now, my shop now. And actually my, my current business partners who I started investing with. And what was interesting is when you do these private deals, you make the same or more money, but you don't have to lift a finger. And if you have my personality, that works perfectly. <laughs> so that sounds, like mailbox, that, that sounds like mailbox money, Rob. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I talk to investors all the time because we have a lot, obviously, that work with us because we don't work with institutions. We only work with individuals. So that's a uniqueness that we have. I, I'm, I'm passionate, if you can't tell, about bringing these type of deals to people who may not be able to see them otherwise. Right. And I always hated that the only reason I got to do these is I happen to have the right friend. Right. And if you don't, if you're not part of the right country club or, or we're born right. in the right zip code, you, chances are you just don't see this stuff still today. Sure. And, yeah. you know, all of my friends were, you know, doing high profile Wall Street type jobs, never saw this stuff. Yeah. You know, so that that was a lot of where my passion was. Fast forward uh, after investing with my friend uh, a bunch, actually, uh, we ended up figuring out a way that I could just retire from that business. And I'm here full time and I run the capital side of the business for him. 
Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, wow, that, that that's a great story. And, uh, you know, how it's it's funny how career segue and you and I talked about that at the beginning of, you know, before we start on the podcast, career kind of segue into other things. And, you know, you land somewhere where you feel like you're really helping people and, and doing the right thing. So, you know, tell me about your product mix and, and, you know, maybe talk about accredited investors versus agents versus, you know, um, you know, people buying and holding properties and where do you guys fit into that? Yeah, I think one of the most relevant topics for this audience is uh, the investor, right? The, 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 the person that has a bunch, like, like I used to be, yeah. uh, who has a bunch of vacation properties or investment properties, or maybe they're moving into multifamily or commercial or something like that. And they are at the stage of life where I was a few years ago, where you're just tired of doing it yourself, but you're looking at values at an all-time or near an all-time high, depending on what market you're in. Right. You're sitting there talking to yourself about how do I not sell this? Like I, I sold my I sold a vacation home a few months ago for the exact same reason. It was outside of Austin. Austin has peaked, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe not, but it was ridiculous price. But I was like, how do I not sell this property? Right. So um I think there's a lot of people in that boat right now. And if and if, if real estate agents are talking to clients and they're going, Oh, I'd really love to sell this, but I have a massive tax burden. I don't know what to do. 1031 seem like a lot of work. What do we do? And that's where I like to work with the real estate agents out there that I work with and say, hey, let me talk to your investor about a Delaware statutory trust. A DST is a 1031 fund where they can go completely passive. They can invest in an institutional grade product like what we do, which could be like, for example, uh, a $60 million multifamily property with a parking garage in, a, in the best part of town where, where the tenants can walk to restaurants. Right. Well, if you sell in a rental home, you can't exactly go buy a $60 million property in with that value of dirt. Right. right. But you can if you go into a Delaware statutory trust because it's a fractional investment and you still use a qualified intermediary. And this way, we've had real estate agents that could actually get their client to list and sell that property, knowing they had an exit plan or, or, or a plan in place for that capital. Because when they sell it, it's not just a long-term capital gain. It's all that depreciation recapture and all the other stuff that they've done along the years that comes back and hits them. Right. And so when we show them how we can easily get them out, it, it has actually made some transactions happen. So I always like to bring that up. So how do you how do you find your deals? Oh, that's a secret sauce question, Tim. Oh, I can't tell okay. How about the, the skim the one percent at the top? You know, I'm kidding yeah. with you. I'm kidding with you. Well, <laughs> it, it really is network, right? So right. we're a Texas-based shop. We're focused in Texas. Everything that we're gonna ever bring somebody with a very rare exception is gonna be in Texas because that's where your network is, right? Right. So we're commercial real estate. So that means office, multifamily, industrial. Uh, mixed use land development, whatever we can. So a lot of people like us will do one thing across the whole country. We're the polar opposite. We kind of do right. almost everything in one area, state of Texas. Okay, uh, That's where our network is. That's where the people we know are. That's where we can get deals off market. 100% of our deals are bought off market because what will happen is the brokerage community will bring us something and say, hey, this fell apart. And that we're seeing a lot of that right now with debt financing. We control our own equity. We control our own construction company. And we can control all the different pieces of it in-house being vertically integrated. What that does for you is that gives you uh, better trust with the banks to get the debt you need. And so a lot of people don't have that and their deals are falling apart. 
And so when those deals fall apart, we generally get a phone call and go, hey, would you like to come around here with the catcher's mitt and pick this up for these people? And, and that's what that's where we get a lot of our deals. So not something everybody can take advantage of. That takes years, sometimes decades in the business with, with my various partners that, that know these markets. Gotcha. So that experience is very valuable for sure. It's hard to replicate. Yeah, for sure. So uh, tell me a little bit about who you're now. We, you know, we talked about accredited investors and most of our listeners know what that means. Uh, do you deal solely with accredited investors? I know a lot of uh, firms I talk with on the show have different products packaged for different folks and different types of investors. How do you guys operate? As of today, we do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The rules changed several years ago to where First off, they've never indexed accredited in the accredited investor rules. The SEC has never indexed them up. <laughs> right. So, and with inflation, reason, yeah. that number stays the same. It stayed the same for decades. So yeah. more and more people qualify. I want to say it's like 16 or 17 million households actually qualify today. It's a it's a fairly right. good sized number. The reason we do that is these are private partnerships. Sure. And you've got to have some level of sophistication in the eyes of the SEC to participate in them because they give you outsized returns generally from what you can find in the market without the volatility backed by an institutional asset. So that, that's why the wealthy have always gone to and plus the tax right. benefits, because when you invest in something, unlike say a REIT, if you're familiar right. with REIT, you know, you're investing in a fund that invests in things, but you're getting a 1099, you don't get any tax benefits. Right. On a right. private partnership, you get a K1. So all the depreciation flows down to you to offset the, the gain that you're going to get I often call this a half muni in that you generally only pay tax on about half the gain. So right. if, for my investing friends, you kind of get the concept. It's not a right. muni, right? right? For all my compliance friends out there, it's illiquid. It's not this a muni. But, not a municipal bond, folks. <laughs> but, but the concept is there right. where about half the gain generally gets offset. Where can you invest in something that has an outsized return where you only pay tax on generally half of the game, right? Yeah. So that, that's one thing from a, an investment walk like like myself. That's when I got really into this. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, you and I have similar backgrounds about kind of how we started in the industry. And, and we were talking about that before. Um, how do you how do you find your investors now? I mean, I, I remember back in the day when I was working in REITs, um, real estate investment trust. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, that, that that was a lot of work, you know, finding accredited investors, finding investors for, for large packages we put together. How are you, how do you go about finding those folks? Well, as you know, Tim, the, the rules changed right. from when you were doing it, right? So back in that day, it was more like the private equity rules where you had right. to know somebody, you had to have a relationship, exactly. you had a 30-day cooling off period, you had all these crazy hurdles you had to go through. And, and nowadays, you know, that changed roughly 2013-ish and it started gaining steam where I don't need to do that. I can actually go have a nice conversation with you. And if somebody's interested, they can go to my website and call me and I'll talk to them, right? Right. So it's a little bit of a different world. Plus, real estate investing is much more mainstream than it's been in the past. You know, sure. we used to get thrown in that alternative investment bucket for years. I would say it's more right. of a core investment bucket now, especially for a lot of folks listening to this. Right. All we're doing is helping people broaden what they're doing on the, on the uh, single family side into more institutional asset classes. Nice. Right. And so where do we find people? A lot of them find us. People are searching for this. I mean, look at the market, right? Look at what, right. look, at what look at what the Fed's doing. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why people are looking to, to go elsewhere. So um, it, it's, it's a lot easier today than it has been. I'll tell you that. 
I'm jealous. It is a lot easier. It's a lot easier. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we, I, we talked about kind of how you got started and then, you know, what, what your core uh, products are and, and kind of where you guys are at right now. Tell me about, I mean, you know, whether you have a plan for it or not, what does the next year look like? What does the next two years look like? And is there a long-term plan of, you know, how, how are you going to grow the company? Yeah. So what's interesting is we're buying a lot of dirt right now okay. and we're financing land. So I, I'm in Texas, right? And right. Um, not too different than Florida. Our economy is, is still at ridiculous growth rates. The whole world decided to move here and we're under housed. Yeah. We do not have the housing for the population and the companies moving here. And so with with that, you have a need for multifamily, you have a need for single family lot development. You have and then and then then you have the trickle down effect. You need office, you need warehouse, you need retail. So That's so right. they believe it or not, these things are not yet. We're not seeing I know there's a lot of demand destruction in the in the national marketplace. We're not seeing a ton of it here yet. Not saying we're immune uh completely, but there is some right. aspect of it. So what we're doing is a lot of folks for a lot of years would go buy an aged multifamily property and renovate it and try to grow the cash flow and sell it for a nice profit to an institution. That's really, really hard to do today in Texas. The values are so high. So we've shifted to ground up construction. We own our own construction company. And so we offer investors a really nice rate of return to finance the land piece of it. Usually it turns in 12 to 15 months. People like that short term uh, investment period, and then they can exit or they can convert into the development side of it. And the development side is where those outsized returns are when we're building a really nice ground up multifamily property. So we're kind of shifted more uh, back to our core, which is multifamily. We've done almost every asset class, but right now that's just in demand. So the macroeconomic issues that are that are driving that rents are still very, very high because unlike yeah. 2008, we've had an underbuilding over the right. last several years. Go, you know, if you fast forward to two thousand, if you go back to two thousand eight, you had an overbuilding going into that. For sure, yeah, right. So it's a little different this time around. So we are massively, uh, we we got like six projects actually already under control that we're 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 in pre development on and trying to grow that to ten. Wow, we see massive opportunity if you have if you can control your capital, if you can control your construction, you can go ground up. You can provide investors a really nice return. We're actually a little bullish right now. We're a little weird. <laughs> yeah. So you're now a contrarian. You're now a contrarian. Okay. Well. Didn't realize it, right? <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. When when I uh, I when we my family and I uh, left Frisco um, in in 2009, the big thing with my development friend de developer friends was tear down rebuilds in Highland Park, which mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how many listeners are familiar with the Dallas area, but that's that's what everybody was doing. I mean, it was just that that was between the North Dallas area and then, of course, Highland Park. It was just phenomenal, phenomenal growth. Still is, still is. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're we're kind of all over the Texas Triangle. If you're familiar, okay. so yeah. down to Houston, San Antonio, right. Austin, back up to Dallas. I mean, we've got we've got properties all along uh, the area because we're seeing not just in the Dallas core, but we're seeing this statewide. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, much like Florida, um, uh, huge growth rates uh -huh. just in uh, population, obviously. A lot of people from out west moving to Texas, we get all the northeastern people uh, come down here. And then, uh, you know, but you guys have a lot more land available. That's for sure. I'm sure that's why you're buying up dirt. You know, I mean, it's available and it's out there and um, you, you definitely need the, the production of, of all the ancillary businesses and services. Uh, that need to be built up around there. 
Florida, on the other hand, we're like sardines. You know, we're like, I want to jump off the jump off the uh, island here and get away sometimes. But yeah, very similar. So how if, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, whether they were an investor or maybe they knew someone or maybe they just you know wanted to learn a little bit about what you guys had to offer, how would they get in touch with you, Rob? Yeah, the best way is our website, uh, www.bvcapitaltx.com. BV is short for Bridgeview, my parent company. So it's just uh, uh, Boy Victor. So bvcapitaltx.com. We even brand ourselves Texas. It's just what we do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, put in the, if you go to our website, put a note and say, hey, I heard you on Icons of Real Estate. I will personally call you. Uh, nice. it'll, it'll funnel back to my desk and say, I'd love, you know, tell me, tell me what's on your mind. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Fantastic. Well, I, Rob, I always like to have, uh, you know, our, our guests have the last word. You know, sometimes we, we, we don't get to cover everything in the short 20, 25 minute podcast. If there's anything you want to cover, any advice or maybe your favorite puppy shelter, you know, whatever it might be, um, you know, any last words? Well, just to sum up the real estate side is we're, our focus is to help investors invest in real estate without the headaches of direct asset ownership. So if you're in that boat, let's have a conversation. Let me explain what we're doing. Let's start a relationship. It's not a transaction, right? And so that's right. how we, because I've been in your shoes. Right. And so that's why I like doing what I'm doing because I've been there and I want to help you kind of understand this if you're listening to this right now. Uh, passions, I want to give a plug to Deliver Fund. Uh, deliverfund.org is the best anti-human trafficking group I've ever worked with. I'm a big nice. fan of theirs. So just on a charity front, I'll always love to give them a plug. Fantastic. Uh, they're they're ex-CIA folks using those type of tactics to hunt down bad guys today. It's the best thing I can do. I'm just a big fan of that. And then on, on the self-help front, I've got a new phrase I love I'm going to share with you. It's called the skillful management of your attention. Okay. How hard is that today? With all the distractions we have, right. cut out all that endless mental clutter and the skillful attention uh, or management of our attentions can help us be more productive and more successful. And that's kind of the, that's my mantra right now. So I thought I'd share that with you. Hey, that's good stuff. That's good sage advice there, Rob. Uh, great having you on the show. I look forward to talking to you again, see how things are going and uh, you have a great week. Awesome. Thank you, Tim. All right. All right.